So is this your bogey? Introducing the award list winning podcast. It's the Intellectual Saviors with your hosts, Lapito. So when you're dealing with these people, these are some things to remember. Food, not everyone eats tacos and burritos. Music, not everyone dances to salsa. Dress, not everyone wears a sombrero. My world just gets the ginger bear. These girls walk around with herbs and crystals up their vaginas to get men stuck. And the pivot man. Take a backpack tour, start raping some goats. All right. <laughs> God damn it, I just said something that's gonna make the goddamn beginning. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! They haven't won any awards, but they've won your hearts. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. Guess what? Do you hear those sweet melodies in your eardrums? I knew that shit was going to make the highlight reel the second I said it. I was like, God damn it. Of (laughs) course. Of course. That is right. Boggs is back. It's amazing what science can do these days. Yeah, we we somehow managed to get the doctors to release him from the hospital. He has been a walking petri dish of all diseases of mankind this past month and a half. Uh, he is still missing that leg, but God damn it, that is not putting him back from his guitar skills. That's my show. Yeah, I think God. They were able to get that shit under control before it took a fucking phalange. And and somehow. Um, and, you know, they're going to have to do some studies, but somehow he was able to cure himself of hepatitis. I don't know how. I think a lot of semen. Fucking miracles. <laughs> or miracles. <laughs> Fucking miracles. Allah Akbar. Uh, yeah, so uh, anybody who's been listening and hasn't listened to anything past episode 48... I was going to say, um, probably doesn't know who the fuck this guy is, so we're going to have to reintroduce him. <laughs> that is uh, Mr. Boggs on the guitar. Well, they know who he is because everybody stopped listening after a couple shows. I'm back, though. Yeah. It's all Ho- good, guys. Hopefully people start listening again. We lost about a third of our audience, <clears throat> the, the Boggs worshippers out there. To be fair, my Facebook is blown up with posts about the intellectual saviors and it always says your post this week is doing 90 percent better than all of your other posts would you like to promote it and i'm like no well <laughs> that, that's just facebook like sucking our dicks trying to make us feel better about it and then give them money for shit which i need to fucking spend the money that i have with our hosting uh account because we got free advertising dollars well, we so. did need some pub we're so fucking failing miserably i need to fucking do that shit um yeah, so Boggs, what you been up to, man? It's been fucking forever. I gave him a big old hug, and it belt buckles did touch. It was I've a been real dealing, hug. Uh, I've been dealing with some personal issues of my own, and I've been putting a band together um, and working a lot. I'm doing a lot of like more privatized teaching, and I'm about to start gigging at a place called World of Beer, which, by the way, just sounds <laughs> like a badass gig to me. But they were like, we want to do solos and duos, and we prefer doing duos, and we'll pay you 400 total. And I was like, oh, huh. shit, I'll take that. 
So I'm going to get a duo partner to go up there and gig a little bit, play some music. That's cool. We'll have to uh, fucking video that shit and YouTube it. Yeah, we'll have to promote that shit for show. We're getting about... <clears throat> that way after this episode, covers. somebody can go and suicide bomb you. Awkward. They'll know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, they'll know exactly Son of a bitch. Be. I just You can't tell. Today's gonna subject is going to be Islam. Yeah. <laughs> this is the greatest show I could have ever come back to. I was like, <laughs> like yeah, I'm going to come back to the show. What are you guys doing nah, this week? I'll pass. Islam. I'll pass. I almost was like, I really don't want death threats, so let me come on later. <laughs> well, we've but already uh, stated that all death threats need to be directed towards me. Yeah. That's Eric. You are probably going to be the most... Severe with the, um, with the political opinion. Here. I love all of the Muslims in Islam. <laughs> I just state Shut that the fuck the up. <laughs> if I was going to be religious, that would Quit be my sucking religion. Sucking ass right now. Just saying. <laughs> I try to make it a policy not to hate any religion anyway. I just think that you're wrong. Mm. And I can live with that. It's just a lot of the issue we'll talk about today is can you live with me thinking that? <laughs> well, hate is a very extreme word. Um, and, you know, you, you try and sympathize with those people, and uh, I don't want to get too far into the subject, but you try and sympathize with the people as far as understanding where they're coming from, because that's all they've ever known, and that's all they've ever been told, and on top of that, they're severely un- uneducated, and, uh, you know, I mean, if you're told your entire life that if you don't believe in a certain way, you're going to burn forever in torment, I mean, that, that instills something in you. Uh, I mean, you can tell somebody that they have to believe in fucking cupcakes uh, or they're going to burn in hell. Mm. And I guarantee you their whole life they're going to fucking be crazy about some fucking cupcakes. That would be a fun experiment, actually, to take something that's completely really random and weird and and just 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 make make a kid just make a kid fucking like force feed it to them and fear monger the shit out of them. Although I would be very, very regretful because that's just a horrible thing to do to somebody and that's why I'm against religion period but we honestly the thing but that's really it would funny be great to show the religious people look you can make anybody believe something fucking retarded exactly uh, <laughs> you realize that we do already do that it's called Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny <laughs> and the Tooth Fairy <laughs> that is true that is sort of the same thing it's you know you got to be good all year or else Santa Claus Jesus. ain't gonna come you're gonna get a lump of coal yep Muhammad uh-huh. All right, so let's get into the nonsense first before we get into the serious shit. What, you got nonsense, dude? Because I've only got serious shit. I'm all about serious shit. Um, I, I got a, a good fun one. I'm not going to go too far into it, but uh, I will post it on <coughs> my webpage like maybe a month from now. <laughs> uh, but in, in Pakistan, there's a uh, television show, and... Um, it's already kind of controversial there in Pakistan, um, and it gets ridiculous ratings all the time. Uh, but their newest stunt, it's a talk show, Uh-oh. Uh, this past week, the host was giving babies away on the air. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than Oprah giving a car away. <laughs> you get a car, you get a car, you get a baby. It's <laughs> kind of fun. Yeah. I don't, I don't have a response to that. I typically have something <laughs> funny to say back. I got nothing. Um <laughs> and one of the one of the like taglines for the show like prior to it coming out like they're trying to get people to watch it 
It said, uh, if we didn't find this baby, a cat or dog would have eaten it. Yeah. They probably <laughs> found him in dumpsters so or something. So they found this baby, apparently. <laughs> well, I guess they're doing social good things. Gave it away mm. on TV. There's just one baby And making or? money off of it. That sounds like America, doesn't it? We're going to do the social good. That'll cost you a baby. $1,000 per. Yeah. So... In Pakistan, they're now having uh, live adoptions. Four ratings. Yeah, what are you going to do, man? <laughs> um, another sure. fun story that I found. Because um, you know all those heinous, horrible uh, people that we have locked up in Guantanamo Bay that haven't had a trial or anything, and then we're force-feeding them and all this other shit, right? Um, and completely disrespecting them as people. Uh, but you know they're they're in Guantanamo, so it's like a paradise, right? So they should be happy. Um, they have had a huge hankering for something. It's a book. What are your guesses? Let's Fifty see. Shades of Grey. Yeah, I saw that story too. God Fifty damn, Shades fuck of Grey. Both of you. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the story, but yes. I knew. Yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey. They it's going crazy there in Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, we just which shot I find kind of funny off. because. All of them are devout, strict Muslim, and mm-hmm. they're reading like one of the quote unquote filthiest novels out there. In fact, there was even a report this past week uh, from Britain where injuries involving handcuffs and kitchen items has risen tenfold because of that book. That nah. people are getting injuries from handcuffs and people are doing crazy things with kitchen utensils. There was actually a guy who got his junk stuck in a toaster. <laughs> <laughs> All because of Fifty Shades of Grey. I haven't read the book, so I don't know what the fuck the kitchen utensils have to do with anything. I was going to say, man. I, I you read it? No, but oh. I highly doubt there's anything I mean, it, in it about it's in the toaster. Some, apparently, Fifty Shades of Grey has some really kinky shit in it. And apparently, like, each book gets, like, more and more kinky. Hey, man, all them goddamn house frowls read that shit. They get all into it, and then they try and get their men to do that. And their men are just so happy that they're finally getting some because, <laughs> you know, it's like being married. And I'm not dogging Fifty Shades of Grey. I just think it's funny that a bunch of Muslim men that are, like, anti-women are fucking so... Uh, all about Fifty Shades of Grey. Dude, you can be anti-women and fuck them. Yeah, I don't want to butt in. I don't want to rip on women. Yeah, but Fifty Shades of Grey has a lot to do with uh, sexuality in general, and I would be pretty sure that it has nothing to do with the domination of women. Oh, no, dude, that's a 40-year-old house for a thing. And I want to say this. It has everything to do with the liberation of sexuality of women. I have to rip on uh, the the 40-year-old house real fast. I heard this week that... Uh, Justin Bieber's song uh, "Baby," which I want to stress, I've never fucking heard, nor will I. Uh, the only time I ever heard it was a, it was uh, South Park, and they were making fun of it. It is now the all-time top-selling single of all time. Oh my god! And I just want to say that the reason because of this that is, a is disgusting. It's, it's teenage girls. And they're fucking forty-year-old moms who only listen to what their teenage girl daughters listen to in the car, and then they sing along with it and fucking love it. And fuck them, dude. I mean, what are they doing, dude? What are they doing to us? I mean, it's destroying the music industry. Oh my god, they're killing us. Destroying the music industry. I just want them to know out there as they're singing along to Justin Bieber with their fucking thirteen-year-old daughter in the are car. Are you fucking tuning on the air? Sorry. He's, he's <laughs> taking care of business, man. He's getting ready for a performance. I just want to say that your husbands hate you. 
They don't. They <laughs> they are so disappointed in their lives every time they look at you. And good luck. Okay. Anyway, so that's it. Sorry, I had to throw that in. Another fun story. So Turkey, they had uh, captured something that they thought was being used to spy for Israel. Can anybody guess what it was that they captured? A Dildo. baby. Huh? Dildo. No. Baby. No. Damn it. A turkey. Are you serious? That is right. They Hold detained a Which country was this? Turkey. Turkey. <laughs> They're like, they'll be expecting that. That's <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Turkey detained this bird on suspicion that it was spying for Israel. Uh, but then they freed the bird after showing that x-rays, uh, or after they did x-rays on it, and it showed that it was not embedded with surveillance equipment. So it was kind of like their version of a Trojan horse, only it was a turkey. Somehow, I, I don't understand how they thought it was like, I don't I don't I do have a story it. about that, by the way. I, I Cold War. You know how a lot of Like reading the died? article, I don't get why, like how in the hell would you think a bird has fucking spy equipment like in it and somehow is being resourceful enough for for another country another country maybe it was a robotic bird dude how many turkeys really are in turkey but they said they did x-rays on it to s- and they <laughs> saw that it wasn't embedded with surveillance equipment but what kind of surveillance equipment would you fucking put, put in a, a bird? fucking Shove bird a, have a tape recorder up traffic, ass. a traffic light cam <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> on his forehead <laughs> He's like in the embassy. Don't mind me. Bah! And just like, why the fuck is this turkey? I don't know, dude. I, I really am at a loss for that one. <laughs> so was I when dumbest, I read it. I was like, dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. I'm like, the fuck? Yeah. Christ. Yeah. Amazing. I dropped my pick. Eric's coming with the good stuff today, giving babies away and fucking <laughs> bionic <laughs> turkeys that are. Dude, I saw these articles and they were just too fucking good. I had to use them. You know, if they had surveillance equipment in there and uh, the bird was found out, would they have a self destruct mechanism on the bird? No shit, dude. Just blow know. it up. The bird's been compromised. Ooh. The bird's been compromised <laughs> button and it just blows up just into a turkey sandwich. Speaking of, uh, like, um, hiding things on your person. Um, oh, boy. Like up your ass in a condom. We so, about to talk about An- Anthony Weiner? No. So <laughs> I tried to whenever I was going to Alabama a couple of weeks ago, and uh, mm-hmm. went to DFW Airport to fly out. Uh, you know how they do like uh, random security checks. Oh yeah. Sure. Were you one of the randoms? Uh, no. But this was actually seriously random because there was a a line. It wasn't too bad of a line, uh, but it was predominantly younger males, and then there was like a, a couple of families. And then there was this uh, old guy, uh, probably like maybe 75, maybe older. Uh, yeah, he was the one that got <laughs> randomly checked. <laughs> White as can be, a plaid, sir- plaid shirt, cowboy hat, like looked like he was from fucking and Fort Worth. <coughs> and they well, randomly screened him. Now they didn't. You know and he's is? like struggling to get his fucking shoes off. No. <laughs> it's like, are you... Are you fucking shitting that's me? Like, that's the guy that you're randomly screening? Nah, man, that's for sure. They, every once in a while, they'll pull out the old white dude they know can't possibly have anything on him just to say, look, minorities we are were pouring out an old whitey. <laughs> I didn't think of that. That's all, that's all it is. It's like, dude, there's one just grabbing Damn, real quick. Damn, I didn't think of that. Uh, they know what they're fucking doing. But there weren't any minorities in the attacks. line, so they didn't have anything to prove. We were aware that most terrorist attacks are from white people who are typically Christian and have some sort of right-wing... Affinity? That's not surprising whatsoever. It's just they don't call it terrorism, do they? No. They call no, it mass shootings. Exactly. Happen constantly. 
It's kind of funny how that works. <laughs> I got, um, God damn it, dude. He's here and then he's gone. Oh, he's already left. Bog said he gave us a finger and just walked out the door. What a prick. Well, I really want him in here because I think he's going to love these. I got some quick hits for you guys. They're not as good as fucking uh, people handing babies away at talk shows, but um, in Washington this past week, there's a, a tea party rally, which is, you know, right off the bat. That just well, I mean, if you want to hold crazy. off for Boggs, if you want to kind of wait. Oh, you got something um, What I can do is oh, I can yeah. do a fun little interjection thing. Uh, this does have to do with the subject, but I'm going to read you a passage from the Quran, and it is a gem. Okay, um, it's but only one. This is a teaser. 2, colon, 174. Those who hide the scripture will have their bellies eaten with fire. Theirs will be a painful doom. You hide the scripture. So apparently if you hide it... You get, like, acid reflux. Now, here's the thing. What if the Quran is banned, and the only way you can keep it is to hide it? In your anus, then that would make your tummy feel like it's on fire. <laughs> then theirs will be a painful doom. I think that, <laughs> maybe that's what it meant. Who who wrote that? Nostradamus? Jesus Christ, that's brilliant. <laughs> no shit, some of those fucking countries. God damn it. So yeah, I'm just I'm confused. Like that's oh, so vague. But that is very oh, that's yeah. very religious of them. Fuck 'em. Oh, look he's back. All right, asshole. It's time for me to get through some of these. Don't fucking interrupt me until I'm finished with the story. <laughs> and then if you have something smart to say, you can throw it in there. Otherwise, I don't want to hear anything. Oh, and there goes fucking Eric. What a prick. Give me a beer, dude. I'm just getting a fucking beer. Leave G- me alone. Give me another one. There's God nothing damn it. wrong with having a jet out here for a beverage, man. So anyway. <clears throat> okay. It's time for me to get going on this. Okay, so at a tea party rally in oh, Idaho God. last week. You'll love this. State Representative Matt Shea, Republican. Imagine that. Uh, warned the survivalist, oh yes, I'm already starting, attendees to stockpile ammo, practice shooting, and learn defensive tactics to prepare for the massive economic collapse and destruction of our economy and country. Uh, I love naysayers. He's a funny dude. So he said to the crowd that, uh, quote, we need to prepare for the inevitable collapse that is going to happen. You know it's going to happen. That's right. I'm a politician. I'm standing up here saying that. When it happens, we need to look at this as an opportunity, not a crisis. Whose job is liberty? It's our job. It's a fucking tough talk. This is a pretty awesome dude. Uh, Last year, he sponsored a bill to ban the U.S. dollar. He heads one of the state's anti-immigration or anti-marriage equality organizations. He's also claimed that FEMA operates uh, concentration camps here in the United States. And uh, last year, he was also cited for two violations of Washington's firearm laws when he pulled a gun out during a confrontation with another man and what the police say was a case of road rage. So he's my new leader, Mark Shea. Just letting you guys know that. <laughs> Expect good things from him in the future. Are you done with this or should I? Shut your fucking mouth. All right. Wow. I've been here all about 20 minutes. Now, if you got something to say, throw it in. Is it? No, pl- I've got nothing to say really. Yet. Shut up. I mean, honestly, at this point, like, shut the I think the fuck you asshole. <laughs> I think the most amazing thing that you can say about uh, just the tea party in general is how the fuck did they get people to buy into that shit? Fox News. Yep. Fox News, man. God, that's so Bam! fucking genius. 
You don't remember that when they started the Tea Party, how fucking Fox News had correspondence with everybody running around doing the rallies. They were like the only organization. They're promoting hey, it and everything. You know, on the note of the topic, I actually saw a video about Fox News um, interviewing a guy that wrote. He was a Muslim guy that wrote a book about Jesus because simultaneously to being a Muslim, he's also a professor of 20 years in world religion. Oh, dude. Uh, one of my friends <coughs> told me about this. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty funny. First off, if we, have a, if we can go find the clip for that, we need to play it for people because... Like, in the interview, he's like, let me just re- re- reiterate that I am a professor in world religion, and I write about all religions. So yeah. this is just one of my books about something that, and they're like, so why did you feel compelled as a Muslim to write about Jesus, a figure of a religion that you don't even <laughs> agree with? And he's like, okay, let me reiterate again. I'm a professor of over 20 years of experience in world religions, so it's kind of my job to write my books about Jesus and other uh, historical figures like that. So, and she like, she literally would not let it go. She wouldn't let it go that he's a Muslim writing about Jesus and she couldn't figure it out. She couldn't, he's like, I'm a scholar. Like, that's the whole point of me being a scholar is that I write over stuff like this. It's kind of like asking somebody like you to not report the news, well, which I also thought was funny, but which it's Fox. So they're <coughs> not I know, reporting but the news. that's, you know, it, just because you're Muslim, you can't write a book about somebody else. That's according to Fox. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand. You had to believe in it in order to write about it. Can you write about Hinduism? Because I don't think they would have a problem nah. with that. He's the no. right. He's the right caller. He can get away with that. <laughs> See, that's wow. But I, according I just, to Fox News, yeah, yeah, yeah yes. God, dude, <laughs> that, if we if we could find a clip of that interview, dude, that interview was so fucking spectacular. I've never seen somebody so frazzled in my we'll life. We'll put Eric on the fucking mission. Don't start playing it in the middle of the show, though. I think it's on. Yeah, I was about to say it's on Facebook. Actually, you know, we were. Uh, it's probably on my Facebook. We were we were making fun of. Uh, but it was a damn good interview. I love it, it, when it was Fox a damn good interview. I love it when Fox News falls on their fucking face. Here's a note. You know, I gave you a tip before for vacation to get your ass to Sweden before the first of the year before they make bestiality illegal. Mm-hmm. Well, here's my I other tip. I remember that really disgusting comment. Yeah. Here's my other tip to you. Uh, Uruguay is going to become the first country to legalize marijuana. And I know everybody's like, oh, there's other countries that have it. No. Uh, Netherlands, Colombia, Argentina, Ecuador, all those other South American countries that have it. They've decriminalized it and other drugs. But... Uruguay is actually going to become the first country to make fully it legal. Fully legalize it. Yep. Heard about that. And uh, th- it was pretty, I mean, it's Wait, pretty whoa, straightforward. Whoa, whoa. Technically speaking, weren't we the first then since Colorado has it legal? I know it's not nationwide not as a yet, c- Yeah, not as a country. And yeah. even that's, you know, kind See, of. See, now we have a new campaign slogan. We need to be second. <laughs> we want to be like <laughs> Uruguay. Um, yeah. It's a pretty straightforward bill. I mean, it's almost like our smoking bills. It prohibits sales of minors, uh, can't drive under the influence, and they're not allowed to advertise. I think the one thing I liked about this story was um, the former president um, of Mexico, Vicente Fox, said that he's pretty against you know our policies and stuff, and he's a proponent of U.S. marijuana legalization because you know because of the way our demand is in this country for drugs, it's what causes all the issues in South America. He just comes straight out and says, I wish the U.S. would do this because they're fucking us, Yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, so that, I, I don't know, that's a pretty good deal. And, and I think it'll probably push some of those other countries to do it. And I think Mexico really needs to do that. Yeah, they um, need to stop fighting that shit and just let it happen. Next one I got was... Um, and that's what good morals get you, though. Killed. Sorry to lay that heavy shit on you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so in France, uh, the France's uh, administrative court rejected on Thursday 
A government ban on growing Monsanto genetically modified corn. Nice. Now, this is the second time they've overthrown this. The thing about it is, um, even though they've done it, the government still remains completely opposed to the cultivation of the GMO. So, and I think most of the farmers in the country are against it. But I just, I think it's funny that, you know, France is probably the largest grain supplier in the whole EU and stuff, and they've been against it, and then the courts now. And I just, I couldn't find anything on this. I tried to do a little bit of extra research. I guarantee that the people going up against them are lobbyists and people that work oh, for Monsanto. Yeah. They're trying to get that overthrown, so I'm sure they're throwing money into their system. Definitely. So They'll pay it off. It'll Honestly, that probably won't even go through. And then uh, the last one I got, this is my favorite story of the week. I fucking love this one so much, dude. Uh, Hawaii has the highest rate of homelessness of every state in the country, right? So what they've decided to do, their state legislature, they passed a new program where they will offer one-way flights to their estimated 17,000 homeless persons. Uh, they've apportioned $100,000 over the next couple of years for what they call the Return to Home program. So basically... So they want to take a whole bunch of homeless people and just... If you're, ship yeah. them off to whatever state. If you're they homeless, came from. yeah, inst- instead of you know putting you in shelters or having like f- food, you know, set up for you, and let it be the other state's problem. You just pick a state. Like, you know, I, I've always wanted to visit California. Here's a one-way ticket. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> they just send them off. The thing I loved about it Dude, was that is so fucking genius. Why didn't the others? Could you imagine if every state did that for every state? That'd be so classic. They're like, now our homeless Dude, people there'd just... There'd be another fucking civil war. <laughs> like, you have no fucking idea. I think it's funny. They try to justify it saying, basically, you know, well, we're an island, and, you know, it, the cost of living is so much higher there. It's like, well, we're doing them a favor. They can't find jobs here, and they don't have enough to get off the island, so we're just helping them get to the, you know, the states, the intercontinental states to find jobs. Well, I mean, so. if that's the case, then fuck it. Just book a one-way ticket to Hawaii. Spend all your money, get homeless, and then just fucking get them to buy you a ticket back home. And the great thing about you saying that is, I thought this was the funniest quote. is from one of the department spokesmen. Her name's Kayla Rosenfeld. She said, uh, yeah, we remain the concern that this program is an invitation for people to purchase one-way tickets to Hawaii with a guaranteed flight home. (laughs) 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 That's the greatest thing ever, dude. I want to wait for, like, Southwest to have one of those deals where, you know, you can get, like, a $150 flight to Hawaii. And then I'm just going to go over there and you just rub shit on you and rip your clothes up or something and <laughs> walk in the office. And, hey, I'm fucking, can I go to Texas? Uh, <laughs> They'll be like, mm, you belong there. All right. I, I have the I have the. We're going to find the shit is what I'm going for. Go ahead, Eric. I have the clip uh, with the guy being attacked by the Fox News lady. That's barring any fucking pop up ads. Reza Aslan was a Christian but converted back to the faith of his forefathers. It's Islam. He has now written a book about Jesus. The book has become controversial as it calls into question some of the core tenets of Christianity. Uh, The book is called Zealot, the Life and Times of Jesus of Nazareth. And Reza joins me now from Los Angeles. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, this is an interesting book. Now, I want to clarify, you're a Muslim, so why did you write a book about the founder of Christianity? Well, to be clear, I am a scholar of religions with four degrees, including one in the New Testament and fluency in Biblical Greek, who has been studying the origins of Christianity for two decades, who also just happens to be a Muslim. So it's not that I'm just some Muslim writing about Jesus. I am an expert with a Ph.D. in the history of religions. Uh, But but I have been obsessed with Jesus. It still begs the question, why would you be interested in the founder of Christianity? because it's my job as an academic. I am a professor of religion, including the New Testament. Uh, That's what I do for a living, actually. 
So, I mean, it, it would be like asking a Christian why they would write a book about, uh, you know, Islam. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure about that. But in, mm -hmm. in honestly, I've been obsessed with Jesus for really 20 years. I've been studying uh, his life and his work and the origins of Christianity uh, both in an academic environment uh, and in a personal level for you about two decades. Kat, I think he just, just actually clear, goes into talking about the book. This is not some attack on Christianity. My mother is a Christian. My oh, no, wife is ride. a Christian. My brother-in-law is an evangelical on, pastor. Shut up. Uh, anyone who thinks that this great. book is an attack on Christianity has not read it yet. I w but I want to uh, read you some quotes from, from uh, some people who are criticizing you. One from John Dickerson who has written... Uh, uh, an op-ed piece on VoxNews.com, and he says, um, it's not a historian's report on Jesus. Is it an educated Muslim's opinion about Jesus? He says its conclusions are long-held Islamic claims, namely that Jesus was a zealous prophet uh, type who did, did, didn't claim to be God. Um, that well, that's actually not what Islam claims about Jesus. My, my uh, book about uh, Jesus overturns uh, pretty much everything that Islam also thinks about Jesus as well. And to be clear, I just want to emphasize this one more time, I am a historian. I am a PhD in the history of religions. Mm -hmm. This isn't a Muslim opinion. This is an academic work of history, not about the Christ or about Christianity for that matter. It's about a historical man who walked the earth 2,000 years ago in a land that the Romans called Palestine. How? <laughs> Dude, what a cocky he goes, <laughs> he goes, I know, he is. But frankly, like, uh, when, you're, when you know that you're a Muslim and you're about to go into Fox News, you're yeah. in very hostile territory. That, and yeah. it's, when, when, when anyone else hears this interview, it's really nice to understand and know uh, he's probably smarter than you. It's just... Dude, eh. four PhDs. Yeah, he, has four, <laughs> he has four degrees in different four studies degrees, of religion. I mean, my bad. Sorry. He's a PhD in. Eh. I think what he said was like that particular religion. It's a fancy so piece of paper. Four degrees. Yeah. Credentialism. <laughs> but <clears throat> he actually goes on to like to talk about why he's so fascinated with Jesus, and he's like, the thing is, is uh, the the piece that I, he likes to bring up is crucifixion, and he's like, um. Romans didn't crucify people just because that was a pu form of punishment they used. It was always reserved for somebody who'd committed treason, who uh, did something that was really heinous or really threatening to their political structure. So it told you just how severe Jesus must have been as a figure. Uh, to if he was real. Huh? If he was real. Yeah, I can't really find a lot of evidence on that either, but he has a PhD, so whatever. But, I mean, that's the thing is, like, <clears throat> you know, that was he was fascinated with the fact that, like, this kind of movement started from somebody like that. And frankly, like even if, I mean, assuming he wasn't real or whatever, it's caused such a huge shift and there's so many things that surround this that are socially influential. Well, I mean, is it possible that because of how significant the crucifixion, you know, from Romans was that that's the reason why it's in that story? Potentially. Yeah. You know, to, to make more of an impact. But see, that's the whole, he no. goes on, he goes on to talk about this too. He's like, because she was like, but there's so many scholars that disagree with you. And he's like, I know that's kind of the nature of being a scholar is you get to have this debate yeah, about it's sources. Yeah, a fucking debate. And that's that's like the beauty to it. But to her, it's like, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Because these people think that you're wrong. And it's like, no. it's. I mean, if, at that point, <laughs> that's what I'm like. One of the things that we can do on this show, too, is like there will come a point when, you know, our information that we find and that we research and that we bring to the show is controversial with what Republicans or people outside of this view would think. And it's like, well, let's discuss 
you know, past the politics stuff, let's assume that our information is correct. Then let's That's what I assume. You know what I'm saying? And then let's assume that our information is faulty. Then I still feel these moral guidelines. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. There comes a point when you can start talking about which sources you buy into and which sources you don't. And uh, I think he handled the interview pretty well, to be honest with you. I know most of my shit's wrong because I pulled off major news sources, which are probably all <coughs> bullshit. Probably. That's probably fucking up. Yeah, the intellectual saviors <laughs> telling you basically that our information sucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm not a journalist. I just have to pull the info that I can get. So, <laughs> got anything else for us? You're doing In- good, man. Integrity. Yeah, I tell you, integrity. Since, since I do he, have integrity for you. He hasn't you. been here a while. It's like he never missed a beat, you know? Right. Yeah. Do you want to, you had a couple songs. Do you want to perform a little bit now before we get into the topic? Um, kind of, but I kind of see this giant text on your page that it says Dick of the Week. You're kind of, you're kind of blowing the cover there, bro. Oh, the, I, did you see the arrow pointed towards you on it? <laughs> did you see that? I didn't see that. Did you just draw that? I'm drawing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is, right there. <laughs> All right. Here's a little musical interlude for you peeps out there. <laughs> okay. You're going to love it. You're going to love it just like I'm going to play a song called Night Run. This is about me running at night. I know that's... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Shit, I'm in drop D. <laughs> Goddamn, dude. Does Where's it go something I... like this? I'm running at night, running at night, running at night. No. That's how I imagine it to be. I just played the beginning of a jackass. You oh. could have stuck to the chord or something. That's not safe unless you're wearing one of those fucking reflector vests. Got my shoes on, running at midnight. <laughs> Is that how it goes? Sweats. <laughs> Give me the lyrics, I'll sing it. <laughs> And I fill my lungs with air to keep my body going forward Because I've got so much left to leave behind I run for the freedom of running I don't know if it's my last one with you. So is this one last breath of you? Oh, can I believe that I will run to breathe again? I may run to breathe again. If you get a world of beer, you'll hear this a lot because I'll probably play it every show. Which you guys should come out to because that shit's tight. I already my told you, dude. My heart is pounding out of my chest. And it beats for you no matter how this ends. 
my eyes see stormy skies But I will run right to the center of the worst Because fighting's all we have to beat life's curse I can't seem to keep the air in my lungs Without this biting sense to never let it go because I don't know if it's my last one with you. So is this my last breath of you? Or can I believe that I will run to breathe again? That I may run to breathe again? Now this is where our guitar solo is, so I'm just going to play the chords and talk and shit. Hey, is that beer any good? It's all right. Yeah, it's not bad. It um, it's, it says it's the fucking premium Texas lager. I, okay, sure. I don't know if I'm going to give it that fucking title, but it's decent. So is this one last breath of you, Eric fucking Jones? Lobopia. No, it's not, because we're going to do a lot more of the breathing stuff. Well, I can't seem to keep the air in my lungs Without this biting sense to never let it go Because I don't know if it's my last one with you So is this one last breath of you? breath of you god damn it is this one last breath of you uh. <sighs> <laughs> i was waiting for something <laughs> if you ever record it have the heavy breathing at the end creepy heavy breathing Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't do anything serious on this fucking Resolution show. Resolution on your skin. <laughs> You're a douche. What? <laughs> okay. Nice song, bro. Thanks, man. That was an excellent rendition of Vox. Thank you very much for that. Hanging around <laughs> downtown by myself. Yeah, and I've had so much <laughs> caffeine. And I was thinking about myself, Shut and then the there she was. What an arrogant prick. Save it for the fucking like, don't <laughs> check. Dude, I got 50 covers. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Fine, you Save asshole. one for the video, dude. We need you on video doing one. Jeez. <sighs> I'll, do more, I'll do sex and candy for the video, then. And by the way, if you haven't seen our YouTube videos, you guys are missing out. <laughs> yeah, on, on pure <laughs> magic. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you want to do Marcy's Playground, or do you want to do... I don't want to do the dick of the week yet. Not you. I have a fucking question for the show, goddammit. Hey, hold it. I want you to make it's it. It's the dick of the week. What the fuck? Secret. <laughs> <laughs> when I say hold it, that means fucking hold it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, really. And somebody, that was you, too. Somebody drank some ginger. I did. Rage. I fucking stopped no, as you soon didn't. as it started. And then I finished my sentence no, as soon as started it started. fucking talking right when I fucking started it. Should we do it again? No. Fuck this shit. 
Do it again, dude. I want to hear that again. <laughs> that was some badass shit. Again. Do it again. No. Do it again. No. <laughs> All right. Hold Here on. we go. It's the dick of the week. <laughs> That's fucking funny as shit. I remember doing that. I, I He played it a couple weeks ago. I was like, what the fuck is that? When yeah, did you do that? Yeah, I finally pulled it together. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Fantastical. Decided to spice it up. Um, I know that you mentioned Anthony Weiner earlier, or resident perv running for mayor, but my dick of the week is already a mayor that's a perv. Ah. I don't know. You guys might have heard this. He's he's kind of in the news, so this may not be too, you know, like, oh, my God, I never heard that story to anybody. But San Diego mayor and Democrat, because we go both ways on this show. We'll hit them both. Bob Filner. He um has had a little bit of an issue with, um, oh, I don't know, fondling women, sexually harassing them, touch them in their inappropriate but lovely places. How old is he? I don't know. He's like 70 or something. He's fucking yeah, old and creepy this. looking and I don't know. But anyway, so he's had like eight women come out against him. These are some of the things they're saying he's been asking him to do or has done to him. Uh, he asked one of them to work without her panties on, which I asked all of my coworkers to abide by that rule as well. Uh, he inappropriately touches them and he's rammed tongues down throats. That sounds like a good time. So Bob's an awesome dude, but that's not why he's a dick. That makes him fun. What makes him a dick <laughs> is that he recently requested that the city council pay his legal bills after um, some of the aides have filed these sexual harassment lawsuits against him. Um, of course, the uh, council members basically told him to go fuck himself and asked him to resign. But uh, Filner said, nope, not going to do it. Not going to resign. Instead, he's got a better plan. He's going to attend two weeks of intensive behavioral counseling to fix his sexual behavior problems. So, good luck to uh, old Bob there doing that um, with his sexual behavior problems. So, there, Bob. Bob the tongue-ramming, non-panty-wearing, sexual harassing <laughs> fucking <laughs> mayor from San Diego, dick of the week. I wonder how much Viagra he goes to. Yes. Huh? What? Who? I don't know, dude. He looks... He's cre- he does look like a creepy son of a bitch. If you guys don't know who he is, look him up. Bob Filner. Sounds like a great mayor. guy. I wish him the best. He sounds like somebody I'd like to party with. I know that. Okay. Would you like him to run your mayorship? (laughs) Yeah, he'll. (laughs) We'll get some advice on him when we run uh, Boggs for city council. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, we really need to get in the topic. We've been way off it, and we're way into the show. Um, So we're going to start it off with a fun passage from the Quran. I know I gave you one earlier. This is from uh, six one thirty three. Allah allows some to disbelieve the afterlife and to take pleasure in their disbelief so that he can torment them forever after they die. Because that huh. sounds like the fucking God that I want to believe in, right? Some guy that's like, you know what? I'm going to save a certain percentage because I like fucking with people. <laughs> I mean, what? If you're like the almighty powerful, I guess go for why, it. Why would you like take that? Like, Huh? I think most people believe that, especially at a higher power type affinity, that you're you're just thinking very insignificantly. Like to me, that seems very childish. Oh, it, it is. I mean, by its definition, anything that you know, you're toying with like an insect, basically, yeah. is kind of what this is like. I'm almost psychopathic in tendency. That too, yeah, yeah, that could be that could be construed though. I could see your point. All death threats go to eat ginger bear. <laughs> <laughs> 
Go ahead and send them. You know, that's actually <laughs> let's let's go ahead and bring that up first before we even get into this. I think that's one of the most. Um, Boggs is trying to say he's not scared of your shit, so bring it on. That's what he's getting at. Well, I think you should really <laughs> review if if you're if you're in that position to like really think to yourself that you know we've literally criti- we've saved Islam literally for last. We really have. What what haven't we hit? Oh, we've still Islam? got what Hinduism and okay, good point. Yeah, atheism, we haven't saved it for last, but we are going to hit Pastafarianism, which. Actually, there's a story on that in the news, too. Somebody uh, actually recognized that. I can't remember the country now, but somebody recognized that. No shit, dude. I put it on our Facebook homes. God damn it. Yeah, he was able to wear a I think uh, Czechos- well, no, uh, pasta strainer on his, hel- on his yeah. head yep. as a religious uh, yeah. garment. It's garment. important. Yeah. Anyway, you know, no one else has threatened us. We've literally criticized Christianity to the top to bottom. Um uh, we've gotten criticized. Yeah, we had a couple of comments on Facebook. Have yeah. you had a death threat? No, not no death threats. Case in point, that's what I'm saying. It's like you We're should really look backwards into you know what you believe when you think that us having an opinion, especially in this country where I'm allowed to have an opinion and voice it. Mm. Yeah. When you when you see that and you go, ooh, my you immediate okay. my immediate reaction is to want to kill you. You should probably really. S- you know, do some soul searching. So just to fuel the fire, what I'm going to do is I'm going to draw Muhammad and I'm going to put it on our Facebook page or our webpage. Okay. You know, right under this episode. So. Okay. Because apparently drawing Muhammad's like the fucking ultimate. Yeah. I talked to people in Denmark. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's that I think that you should really, and you know, I think a lot of what Americans get to view is probably propagandized a lot. Cause I don't feel that, yeah, there's really, a lot of cause Islamophobia, the same, as they call it. Yeah, they're, 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 I think they're in the same boat that a lot of Christians are. They like to pick and choose what they believe in, and they would take that verse and tell you that that was like necessary at one point in time. Mm, but no, the Quran's a little bit different than the fucking Bible, because the Bible, at least you can split it up between the Old Testament and the New Testament, and, and there's the argument of whenever Jesus was sacrificed and blah, 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 it changed everything. That didn't happen in the Quran. The Quran is the fucking Quran. And that's why we have bullshit like Sharia law, uh, militant Islam, uh, death threats, fucking suicide bombs, and all this other bullshit out there. I mean, great passages like this one, 533. Those who make war with Allah and his messenger will be killed or crucified or have their hands and feet on the alternate sides cut off or will be expelled out of the land. That is how they will be treated in this world. And in the next, they will have an awful doom. That gives you pretty damn good credence that anybody who is not for your religion is subject to anything you want to fucking do to them. No different than Christianity. The difference is, is that Christianity has at least subsided and said, nah, that's not quite the way we need to go, with the exception of some few nut jobs. People would like to say that that's not the case with Islam, but there's a much much higher percentage in Islam that are militant and fucking crazy than there are in the Christian you know, side. I, I'm going to defend it in a way because I, I'll be honest, before we started doing this, I knew very little about Islam. Not like I'm an expert now. I'm no, I don't have four fucking degrees, no fucking PhD, <laughs> dick. But I, I do, I mean, from reading up on, I have to say, man, I, I think I respect Islam a little bit more than Christianity now that I've kind of read over some of this stuff. Like you're talking about, with the whole Christianity, oh, well, you know, Islam, so fucking hate. I mean, like, we always talk about Old Testament, New Testament, you know, it's really nice Christians always like, eh, Old Testament, it doesn't really count. It's been reworked so many times, and there's so many 
shitty fucking things in the Old Testament, and there's so much stuff that's been cut out. The difference between the Quran and the Bible is the Bible is bullshit, where it's been rewritten a million times by a hundred different people and misinterpreted and reinterpreted a thousand ways. The Quran was written by Muhammad. It was written once, and it has stayed the same. You know what I mean? I mean, it is what it is. So if you go back and you look at, like, the Old Testament and stuff, and just from now the revised versions, it's still got some shitty things in it, man. I mean, we know that because we make fun of them all the time. To me, the Quran is just a pure version, whereas the Bible's been manipulated and toned down quite a bit, so they don't look as insane as they yeah. were. I yeah, mean, the Quran's, like, no holds barred. Like fucking I, everybody dies but us. So I read the thing in, <laughs> on... Uh, Muhammad, here's the thing I found. It said, you know, unlike uh, many religions, the final prophet of Islam is the real documented and historical figure. Like, they actually have, unlike Jesus, they have, you know, documentation on Muhammad. And even Christians say Muhammad lived. I mean, they know of him. They just don't look at him as an actual prophet. He's just some fucking homie that yeah, hung out in fucking Mecca. Yeah, a whole bunch of people. And yeah. Um, but it says, you know, he lived his full history. You know, there's details of it. Not only the Muslims have the complete text of the God's wards that were revealed to Muhammad and he wrote them. But, you know, he also has other sayings and teachings that he documented that they call the Hadith in the literature. So, I mean, there's a lot of information that came from Muhammad that's. I mean, legitimate, and they actually have historical fact of him. So, I mean, I'll at least give them credit. They actually, their main prof is a dude that they actually have historical relevance. You know, like, this dude lived, we can prove it. Unlike other people, I don't, that were born of a virgin birth, Mary. <laughs> Although, I will say this, though. I mean, you know, one thing I learned by looking at this, too, is, like, I didn't realize how the prophets of Islam crossed over so much with Christianity. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, Noah, Abraham, Moses, Jesus, all prophets. Yep. But they don't look at him like Jesus, not the son of God, just a prophet. He's just a homie hanging out, yeah. teaching the gospel and shit. You know, they just look at it a different way than, we, than I say we, but I'm not Christian, but then Christians look at it. It's funny how that all works out because you got to think of it like, you know, Jews, they believe in essentially the same God that Christians do. It's just exactly they go with the Trinity thing when it comes to Christianity. Yeah. And yep. yeah, it's the same thing when it comes to Islam. It's like a lot of their prophets and everything. And I mean, yeah, they say Allah, but that means fucking God. And it's the mm -hmm. same fucking thing. It's just somehow they diverged and went down these different paths and fucking fought these giant wars and killed a whole bunch of motherfuckers over simple disagreements like shit just let people be fuck yeah let people be fuck and see that's <clears throat> i think the uh that's for you i don't i don't understand i don't um, know i'm gonna fucking with i think you. that's the, the main issue that i have as a concern is for instance what we just said i i don't i i feel like i wouldn't be allowed my opinion on that fact because what we're saying right now in an, any other country that isn't the u.s is like Oh, yeah. If we were be, under be Sharia law, walking. we would already be dead. Yeah. Easy. We would so. have been stoned to death. For sure. Nah. Whatevs. But, uh, you know, that's something that I think is... Uh, I don't know if... I, I, I'm not really versed in the history or what they're thinking right now. I just know that that's quite a blight on your religion when you look at the violence and the history that, that goes with that. And it's certainly not... I mean, at least, like, you know, as much as... You know, one of the things that I brought up before is, like, for Christianity, sure, right now they're modernized and... I think they've definitely strayed away from killing people for the most part <laughs> in terms of like what their church actually believes. Unless but it's witchcraft in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, 
that's still a blight on your religion, and that's still the origins from which you came from, and it's really hard to buy into something that's been so bloody and so violent, and I guess it's really, it's hard for me to understand why someone would want to be so involved with, the, but I guess, I mean, they're threatened. Like, how do you really get out of that if you're in a country that's that's primarily Islam? We've Islamic. talked about this a little bit before with, you know, how they're more militant with Islam now. I think what that is is, okay, you kind of look at the region where it came from and stuff. I mean, they're, I'm not saying it's third world. I mean, Iran, you know, rocks a little down and out. You know, Afghanistan. You look at that region. I mean, granted, they have the technology and stuff like us, but they're theocracies, and the way they hold those people down, like we talked about before, I guess bringing up the Vice show and stuff, where they get these kids, these suicide bombers, these are kids that they can't read, they don't have families, and they teach them the Quran, and they teach them the word, but they teach them, they Their lie to them. You know, they Quran. lie to them, and they teach them, you know, well, you got to kill yourself. you got to take out as many people as you can, because that's what, you know, Allah wants. Well, that's not really what the, I mean, the Quran says fucked up shit, and we'll get into that, of course, but... It's not like it reads like that. Like, hey, kids, uh, go strap a vest yourself and uh, or jump on a bus and fucking blow away a bunch of people, you know, because that's what all I want. It's not the truth, but it's like they teach that militant way to the people because there's uh, there's no education. I mean, they're all fucking illiterate. I mean, not all, but, you know, a great portion. Like I said, they get them, and they're so war-torn over there. It's like they'll take them in, provide them a family, feed them, clothe them, and then just like this is what you do for us. This is what your God wants, you know. I yeah, think but take that. Of I it. mean that that goes into what we've been saying on the show since day fucking one is that religion is used as a tool of hate and violence. True that. Nothing more, and that's that's why on this show we have completely been against it from day one. Is because, I mean, fuck your emotional solace. Fuck all that bullshit. When you really look at it, you got to look in the mirror and say, is my well-being and me feeling good about myself that there's some God out there worth the suffering of other people? Is it really fucking worth it? To me, it was no. Because I eventually had to come to that eventuality when I was a Christian losing my faith. Yeah. Is that eventually it came to, down to the fact that I couldn't prove shit when it came to my religion and... The fact that just because it made me feel good about myself does not mean it's actually good. That is a very selfish way to look at things. Yeah, but like I said, I think Christianity, they had their time. I mean, you look back when you had the Crusades and stuff. I mean... <laughs> I'm glad I didn't live then. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, you had like... <laughs> so glad. <laughs> you had the Crusades between the 11th and 13th centuries. And yes, I'm looking this on my notes. <laughs> I'll have this memorized. <laughs> Um, People are like, what the fuck, man? He's but, a fucking genius. But you know, they wait. They, Where the fuck did I mean, this it was Michael all fight. <laughs> it was all fighting against the Muslims and shit, you know. And it was only because they were trying to divide the face up, the faiths. Because, and I could go back a little historical stuff I looked up on the Quran and everything. But you know, and that war f fucking went on forever. Then you know, in, in the New Rome in Constantinople, you know, they had the fight for the the orthodoxy of the Christianity and stuff, and then, of course, the Turks. I mean, they took out the, is you know, the um, Islam, is, I can't even say the fucking word, Islamic rule um, and stuff, and they kicked them out. I mean, that was the period for the Christians that just fucking go ape shit and destroy stuff, like I said. And over time, I'd say this much about Christians. I mean, at least, like I said, they've been able to manipulate and they've really softened their fucking touch-up and stuff, at least as a presentation to the rest of the world. Where, you know, you still have 
the Muslim countries that are in that, you know, be- hotbed of the world over there and stuff. And like I said, it's been theocracy the whole time. I mean, hell, we got our democracy. You're supposed to have freedom of all these things. And I think that's one reason why we have the advances in it and stuff. But then you still see the people out, you know, like, oh, God hates fags. And it's right here in the fucking Bible. And they do that kind of silly shit. And it's like, Christ- it's like Christians are more passive aggressive in their fucking hatred these days. You know what I mean? Where you got the violent side still on the Muslim side, just because I, like I said, I think it's cultures. It's that side of the world. It's lack of education. It's just, I don't know. I, I give, I'm not like giving those people a break on it and everything, but I think you look at Muslims in America compared to like a Muslim in Afghanistan. It's a completely different thing. I think. Yeah. And I mean, I'm pretty sure that there are moderate, uh, Muslims in, in Afghanistan or any of those countries. Oh yeah, but uh, it, it's it's kind of tough to be that way. And I and, and I probably am pretty sure that the majority of them are moderate. You know, they're just like farmers or I I don't want to be completely racist, but goat herders. Was he got to be goat herder? <laughs> um, but you know, they're just people trying to live their lives. I can't believe that was even uttered just now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I, I, get your, <laughs> I get your point that like they're probably just like us in a lot of ways. They're just to an to go extent, but they're humans. It, it's the way that they view other people and how they're pretty much given license to treat those other people. When you look at Sharia law, and I know that a lot of people know that term and they understand that it's a negative and there's a lot of reasons it's a negative. First off, Sharia law is extremely discriminate towards women. Um, Pretty much women are completely secondary to everything. Everything. <laughs> they are not equal whatsoever. Um, in court, a woman's testimony is worth half of a man's. Okay. Um, if they get divorced, she um, gets half of the, the typical inheritance that, you know, like a woman in the States would from their male siblings. Um and on top of that, if they uh, get remarried, they lose complete custody of their children. Uh, men have uh, custody that ha- is to a preset age, so they have complete control of their children until a certain age as to which they can be given to the, the wife. Unless, of course, like I said, she remarries and then she loses all rights to them at all. Um, the man is allowed to have four wives. And he's allowed to divorce her just by uttering a word. Oh, God, that's so great. Oh, man. <laughs> Michael's <laughs> getting a hard on over here. Um, I don't know. Okay. And then, because the woman's testimony is only worth half of the man's, uh, marital rape and domestic violence is pretty extreme when it comes to any kind of state that's under Sharia law because, I mean, who the hell are they supposed to believe? The man. Durr. Um, and then there's the wonderful thing of, quote, honor killings. I don't know if you guys have heard of those. I've heard it. but um, It's where, like, if a man catches his wife cheating mm, or anything yeah. like that or being disrespectful or whatever, they have these honor killings where they pretty much just take her into the middle of town and stone her to death. Sometimes you got to prove a point. You know what I'm saying? So there, there's that wonderful thing for women well, under Sharia law. Uh, they also discriminate against children. Uh, they completely control their education, like you said earlier. They don't teach them anything but the Quran. On top of that, they keep them with closed minds and teach them to hate anybody outside of their religion, any 
other religion, atheists, or anybody of any kind of alternate lifestyle like homosexuals, um, and any kind of different ideas besides outside of the teaching of the Quran are completely banned. They're not allowed to be taught evolution at all because according to the Quran, um, I think, well, here's the kind of funny thing is that uh, some people in Islam want to say that the earth is, uh, I think it's 600,000 years old. Which doesn't make sense already, yeah. but they had this like weird math. But when you look at the Quran, it says that a uh, day in Allah's eyes is a thousand years, and He created it in the six days. Yeah, it's very or no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's six days. Is it six or? Is it, yeah, it's a, it's a almost exact. I think so. Six thousand years is what they should believe, but they kind of yeah. sixty thousand. They kind of vary. Yeah, the Quran. Yeah, you're right. It should be the Quran and the Bible, cares. like up until Abraham. This is one thing I read. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. He goes one further. He does it in five days. My bad. Oh, is it? Yeah. I was going to say he he went one day earlier the, than the I was going to say the Quran and the Bible are that much better. Very right. similar up until like Abraham, and then there's a the whole story about Abraham. He had two sons by two different women. He had uh, Ismail and Isaac, and um, like his first wife got pissed at him because he had the second wife and the other kid. And she's like, no, 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 get rid of them. So he sent the boys on their way. And like one went to Mecca. I don't know which one it was. Ishmael. Is it Ishmael? Ishmael. Okay. Yeah, he went to Mecca and started up um, the Muslims. And then Isaac went. What a great history lesson. Yeah, he started I, up the Muslims. Well, he did, I mean, he, he, well, he, I'm going to make a newspaper. Print. Okay, his descendants, <laughs> his descendants became the Muslims, and then Isaac's descendants became the Jews. And then like, we were talking about the Crusades where they were trying yeah. to divide them. That's kind of what that was. But anyway, I, I just, I, I wanted to throw that because I feel smart because I know stuff. Oh, now. It's, I get it. <laughs> yeah. uh, my favorite under the Sharia law is um, talking about um, other religions and atheists. Uh, because under Sharia law, here's an interesting fact. No one is allowed to force someone to convert to Islam. Hmm. Interesting. Like, that's a difference from Christianity. However, they can be considered an apostate, which is punishable by death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? What? Okay, look, we're not going to force you, but you're an apostate. we got to kill you. I like that better. <laughs> Look, we don't have the time to fuck with you, all right? Like, how chicken shit are you of a fucking religion that you can't just tell me that you want to kill me? You have to make up some fucking word and say, oh, you're an apostate, so we have to kill you. But we're not going to force you. But we have to kill you. Hey, man. That's what Islam's fuck about. Off. It's about submitting to the will of God. <laughs> you don't submit. Come you on, get stoned. Jeff. <laughs> well, that Sharia law, the bad, I, I get it, it's pretty bad stuff. It's a good thing that they've uh, banned it in Oklahoma and North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, there's such a big threat of Sharia law in Oklahoma. Goddamn, man. Let me I tell you. It'd be more about like smoking weed. They were about to implement <laughs> that into uh, their, their Congress there. I was making an Indian racist joke. Is that wrong? It's I, I missed it. I'm it sorry. I said, I bet, I think Oklahoma's have more concern with like smoking weed and doing the, the pipe stuff. You're making fun of it. Um, Native I Americans. I, I, Damn, I really I don't feel. Have good we not about done enough said. to those people? I know. Right? Really, I really, I, th I didn't say I felt good about that joke. <laughs> 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 that I was gonna make it. Ban peyote over there. Okay, okay, so actually, while I'm thinking about, about while I'm thinking again. about me having terrible jokes, have y'all seen that stupid ass uh, 
music video from uh, some band that did a song called Blurred, Blurred Lines? No. Okay, well, anyway, a friend posted it, and I was like, this, mo- mo- this video is stupid. And somebody was like, oh, I love that song, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I really wasn't that impressed. And she goes, wow, you don't have a sense of humor. So I said, after she said, you don't have a sense of humor, I put, two guys walk into a bar. One tells you you're a total bitch, hashtag humor. And I felt pretty fucking assholey after that, but <laughs> I still thought I was pretty good. So, <laughs> God damn it. Did she defriend you? Uh, we weren't friends anyway. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> it, it was on. It was on a. Fr- it was a friend of a friend. You're fine. You should have put but hashtag Sharia law. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bitch, know your place. I will stone your bitch ass. <laughs> Send all comments to um, at Boxy Baby. Don't do that he, to he me. You won't read it anyway. <laughs> I won't actually. I don't. I don't really uh, check my Twitter ever. I know that's so. like throwing that out. Oh, Twitter. Yeah. Follows you at can, the Intel you can Savers. Threat me on there you go. Maybe all day, and I'll I'll, yes. I'll never read them. On got the it in. Everybody's tuned out by now, but got it in. Yeah, right. like Islam. Fuck this. Click. Oh, did you want to do some more quotes, or do you have any more? Go for it. Um, I can. Cron quotes are fun. Yeah, this is a fun one. Uh, this is from two fifty, and we brought you to the sea and rescued you and drowned the folk of Pharaoh in your sight. That is Allah. Essentially bragging about drowning Egyptians <laughs> that eh. had to do with an Egyptian army. I mean, dude. Hey, dude. Christians did that too. They split a sea up and then went and collapsed it on. I don't know the fuck I'm talking about anymore. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> that one. Uh, you can. Uh, you can edit that out, right? Nope. Shit. Yeah, I found uh, this is like fucked up Muhammad quotes. I mean, of course, it's all in the Quran and. Literally, I got six pages of this shit, and these are a couple that I found. I, they're fucking awesome. This is why people give you know Islam such a fucking bad name, because I don't know why. <laughs> um, Quran nine five: Fight and kill the disbelievers wherever you may find them. Take them captive. Fuck me, captive. Harass them. Lie in wait and ambush them using every stratagem of war. Quran 9.1.12, the believers fight in Allah's cause. They slay and are slain, kill and are killed. Quran 8.39, fight them until all opposition ends and all submit to Allah. I mean, you can go down the road. There's like 50 of these fucking things. Uh, the Quran, I mean, it does have some similarities like we've shown to the Bible. Um, but it also has other similarities to the Bible like uh, slavery. Um, it condones that. Yeah. And uh, there, there is a, a really good rule of thumb here from Allah. If someone murders your slave, then you get to kill one of his. That's better than the Bible one. If it was a male that was killed, you get to kill one of the killer's male slaves. If it was a female, you get to kill a female. Murder for murder, slave for slave. It all works out. Swell the wonderful works of Allah there. He's got some sad rules there. What's the Bible one? Eye for an eye. No, 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 about the slaves, there's the one about, like, you can kill slaves, but there's, like, there has to be certain things. Like, you can kill um, him, but you can't kill him if, unless he's, ah, fuck, I, I wish I, I, I can't remember it. exactly, but I think it's if he's, like, being disrespectful or something, you're allowed to kill him. Yeah, there's, it's so funny because and then it's, there's, like, there's a lot of verses about slaves being obedient to their masters. Mm-hmm. No difference. It's all the same shit. I get a thing here. This is But I think fun. that's funny. Like, I mean, imagine you're a slave. And then your owner comes up to you and says, hey, dude, uh, I see you busting your ass out there, you know, working for me and shit, but I got to kill you. 
It's like, well, what? Man, I, I've been doing everything you've asked. I've been a good slave. Well, see, uh, kind of got drunk one night. And I killed this other dude's slave. And, I mean, he's demanding that I kill one of my slaves. And You're the first one that I walked up to. Sorry, so. bro. Because you work closest <laughs> to my house. You work closest <laughs> to my house, so. So you can't even be a good slave and be safe in the Quran. <laughs> You're fucked no matter what. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I don't know what to say back to that. To be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think this is kind of what I mean is like there's, there's, I would, I would love to think that there just comes to a point when you would realize, uh, especially like, like the guy that was in that interview. I, I just, for someone who's that well educated, I would think he would at least be able to define morality <sighs> and at some point go, this is wrong. Like this is just not good behavior. Well, it, he, see here, here's the, the blanket or the mask or the smoke and mirrors, whatever you want to call it, um, of all religion, is that it's loving. They're able to pull passages out that have some kind of care or meaning or uh, fellowship or whatever. This is what I meant earlier. And all all the books have it. Yeah. All the books had that bullshit. But you're swayed by that. And then on top of that, you've been told your entire life that there's some kind of creator. So you can't even fathom the idea of not having that there. So if you're a good person, more than likely you're going to sway towards the positive aspects of your religion and you're going to kind of forget about the rest. Regardless if somebody throws it in your fucking face, you're just going to kind of be, you know, well, you're going to make excuses or you're just going to ignore it altogether. They don't actually look at the facts. And that's the huge point is that when it comes to religious people, they don't want to hear it. They don't actually want to face up to what their religion teaches them and actually tells them to do. They want to live their life and do their life however they see it fit and fuck the rest of it. It doesn't matter. As long as they believe in it, they're going to go to heaven and that's all they really give a shit about. It's a very self-serving kind of thing because ultimately, I mean, I'm all of us have run into jackass fucking Christians who do whatever the fuck they want, treat other people like complete shit and only take care of themselves Meanwhile, they think that they're going to go to heaven because they're uh, they believe like I have run into that. It happens a lot because that's they're not told. That's kind of what I meant. That's kind of what I meant. They're told that they believe they're allowed in, period. That's what I meant when I said that even people who are Muslim, they're a lot like Christians in the idea that they pick and choose what they want to to pull up as a verse. I hear it all the time from Muslims. Oh, it's a loving religion. Bullshit. Read your own fucking book. It hates other people. Well, it specifically says that if it here here okay two if they're not nine Muslim. two <laughs> nine one nine and nine one nine or nine oh, shit two <laughs> one nine one don't worry about it just keep or one nine two one plus one plus two plus two plus one uh, <laughs> no shit <laughs> one plus two plus one plus one plus shut up <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love that kill movie. disbelievers wherever you find them if they attack you then kill them. Such is the reward of disbelievers. I don't really know what to say back. When I said, I said kinda, it's like that would be their quote to us. Yeah, <laughs> whenever they're killing us. Yeah, <laughs> because there's, of this show. Hey man, hey man, two. You attacked us. I had to kill you. I know. I love these, my fucking man. Quran. Would, they, would they be doing the same thing? Do like two plus nine plus one plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really like the way they're set up either. I agree with Eric. These are too fucking difficult. Yeah, I found one very similar. I think it's the same way. It says, "Fight the unbelievers around you and let them find your harshness." 
or yeah, the I mean, harshest it, in it you. It specifically says to fucking just kill the people that don't believe what you believe. It fucking says it. It's you cannot deny it. I don't care what else it says about being loving or whatever. I think the only don't give a shit. Your book wants to murder people. Yeah, the only period. difference. The only difference with them and Christianity is with Christianity, it's like if you don't believe what we believe, you're just gonna go to hell. With Islam, it's like if you don't believe what we believe, we're gonna send you to hell. Well, okay. <laughs> Here's the difference: just, is that we're just trying to speed up the process for getting at. Yeah, as far as percentage-wise goes, Muslims act upon what their religion says more than what Christians do, on a percentage-wise. Oh, definitely. Because, I mean, there's a lot of shit in the Bible that says a lot of bad shit, too, about killing people that definitely. don't believe in whatever. It's just they're pussies about following through with it because they realize that it's a horrible way to go about business. Well, like I said, <laughs> the Bible, <laughs> rewritten a million times. Because really, I mean, how are you going to get more rich? Are you going to get rich by fearing people into going to church once a week and just giving you you know, as little as possible just to scrape by and say, you know, leave us alone? Or are you going to make more money by convincing people that your shit is real and that that's the only way to gain salvation and they give you your fucking house? <laughs> Are we talking about Scientology again? No, I'm just talking about <laughs> religion in general. Christians oh. have figured it out. Uh, Muslims, uh, they're still kind of working on the. Tw- they're tweaking it. You know, one of the things they're that tweaking. I one of the things that I wrote about <laughs> when I was like in high school, dude. Like my high school tweaking fucking research paper was over uh, the uh, book series Dune. Have you read anything from from Frank Herbert? Yep, definitely. One of my main points that I uh, brought up was about this too, and. Uh, one of the things that I think you'll see happen a lot more as life gets easier for people in the Middle East is I think you'll see a lot of drop-off in the violence. And the reason why I feel that way is uh, one of the passages that I remember out of this book series was in God Emperor of Dune, and he goes, I'm the only person alive who's ever even seen a Kriz knife. You know what those were? Uh, yes. Those those ceremonial blades yeah. they used. Um, he's like, everything that's in this museum is a replica, and I'm the only one who knows what they even look like or what they felt like or how to use them and all that kind of stuff. And um, there's another passage where at some point, because uh, remember, this is all like a, this whole planet's a desert, right? And one of the things that Paul says to his wife when he's walking through the streets is, like, I stepped in a puddle today. And it's like one of the most powerful lines because it's like no one wastes water on this planet. And he stepped in a puddle. Probably and you some see this homeless dude piss and then he give his ass a one way ticket somewhere else. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, he's like, you see this, you see this this decline in religion as life gets easier for your people because you don't rely on it so much for all the benefits that it gets. Like, why do people... Quote-unquote benefits. Sure. It, dude, it benefits people. It's just kind of... It's self-serving, like you'd said. Yeah. Like, it's great for people who, you oh, know, need that kind of solace. But as life gets easier for you, what do you lean less and less on? Well... I also think uh, education is a big that is a big deal a big front and if you're, it's as really far hard as to like refute science and it's instance. still not that great like Afghanistan I know that little girl that got shot in the face last year uh, for standing up and wanting to go to school um, you know they're still struggling in Afghanistan to get education to the masses but I think the more and more that you see that advocacy and you see people pushing that. And then that's why they're so crazy about controlling that and trying to stop people from going to schools because they know that once they start actually learning things, it's gone. <laughs> like, unfortunately, that critical is thinking destroys religion really fucking fast. Um, and that's, you know, I mean, 
the U.S. education system is shit, and that's why we still have a lot of Christians out here. Um, wow, that's a bold statement. But <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I think that is kind of one the of the. I do think objective that the two the two biggest problems to ever face any country ever is educate your people and keep them healthy. Well, if you can't do those two things, you're failing as a country. In like we have education, but our education is it's the basics. It's the most mundane, just bare bones shit I've ever seen. It, yeah. We don't really teach people how to critically think and no. to actually solve problems like on their own. We give them the fucking answers and then expect them to just regurgitate it back on a piece of paper. We don't actually give them a problem without ever coming to that problem before and saying fix it mm-hmm. we don't do that so we also by the way we something we, else to instill. we spoon feed them and then expect them just to regurgitate not to get it totally off topic test and that's it but one of the things that uh especially for me now that i've actually had you know I've, I've worked at this private studio for a while now and i can definitely tell you that parental involvement is absolutely crucial oh hell yeah most of these kids that come through there that i like because there's a lot of math involved with music to begin with, and there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of things that you have to just conceptually know. And I've I've definitely had the experience of kids that can't do just like basic thoughts. And I'm ta- when I talk about basic thoughts, I'm saying like a 12 year old who struggles with the alphabet, because I'll be like the musical alphabet runs A to G, and we'll go through the process of going A B C D, and I was like, what's after D? And he's just like staring at me, and I'm like, how old is this kid? 12. Oh and I was like, God. "You've got to be shitting me." We're in trouble, folks. I was literally thinking. I was literally <laughs> thinking to myself. I was like, "You've got to be shitting me." What We're the in fuck is that? Serious fucking how, trouble. How, it's so hard to not just be like, "What the fuck is after D, kid? What the fuck is after D?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's. I was so I was so furious with the idea that this kid's twelve and he can't he can't do something as basic as like. If you'd like to hire and I would, dogs dude, for I would private even, lessons for your child. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and I, I completely agree. Parental involvement is absolutely paramount. And I mean, they can they can be taught whatever they want, but if they're not given the stimulation at home and they're not encouraged to continue that path or the discipline, it's not going to sink in and it's not going to incur. A great example is I was over at my best friend's house and I was playing with this uh, little boy. Oh, my um, God. Wow, you fucking pervert. (laughs) Sweet Jesus. I don't even want to tell the rest of the story after that bullshit. Fuck you. Wow. That just happened. Jesus. He wants the world to know. <laughs> God almighty, Michael. <sighs> Michael. All right. All right. <laughs> so. So how you doing, Eric? got a lot of toys, and he's got <laughs> these. <laughs> God damn it. Let me tell this story without it being a fucking perverted. Fucking you, asshole. Dude, you're the one who was like, oh, he's got a lot of okay, have toys. You seen, <laughs> have, you seen, <laughs> have you seen those uh, like bouncy balls that have like a, a oh, lot yes. of air in them? So they're, they have like extreme bounce whenever you throw them on the ground. Have you uh, ever seen those? Sure. It's a bouncy ball. Yeah, but it's like it's it's more. It's not just like where you have to hit it and then it comes back up. Like if you actually put a lot of force into it, it's gonna skyrocket. Okay. Because it's got so much compressed air in it. Okay. And um, stop laughing, Michael. I'm trying to concentrate. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm, I'm no, done. dude. Go. No, 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 really no, 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 no. <laughs> Fuck the shit. I'm Fuck so trying shit. to. Dude, I can't fucking concentrate no. your story with him. Going I'm done. <laughs> like a fucking schoolgirl. I'm done. God. Fuck you, guys. Michael. Show I hate over. You. <laughs> it's I was interested in this fucking story, dude. 
I mean, I thought we were going to go on a high note there, but I guess I'm going to fucking take it back into the Dude, topic it was your to finish fault. off. Eric ruined the show. You never give up on a story, dude. That's just fucking unprofessional. So anyway. <laughs> That's unprofessional, Eric. Did you hear that? <laughs> oh, Go ahead. Sorry, it's Mike. Because that's what we scream is professionalism on this show. <laughs> <laughs> through and through. God damn it. We Nothing gotta, but fucking professionalism We got to pull it together. Here. We're never going to get sponsors. All right. <laughs> I want to run through a couple of these fucking things. I think you guys will like this. This is quick comparisons. This is some um, similarities and a few differences between Christianity and Islam. You getting this? Cool. I am getting this. These are just a few. Uh, like the afterlife, for instance. Islam, Christianity, same thing. You fucking die, you go to heaven. All right? Oh, they call it paradise. Which Fair. I think paradise sounds better than heaven. I don't know why. Uh, Point Islam. Same. Uh, atonement, same thing, dude. Like, you're on your fucking deathbed. You just murdered or fucking, in his case, played with a couple little kids. You can God. fucking uh, just repent, for, confess your sins. <sighs> hey, man, you're fucking good to go. <laughs> Eric, uh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> fuck <laughs> you. I'm sorry. <laughs> this one's a difference with the Bible, like I said before. Um, oh, what was that? Fuck you? The Bible is written, <laughs> is inspired by the Word of God. Inspired. Yeah, of course. Hey, I got something for you. Fuck Inspired you. Inspired by the word of God. Whereas the Quran. I'm waiting. Do you got some more to add to that? No. <laughs> They're bouncy ball boy. All right. Is a, it's just a respected word. Now, this is what Islam thinks of the Bible. It's a respected word of the prophets. But the Bible has been corrupted through the centuries. And the I only parts of the that. Bible that are the right parts are the ones that agree with the Quran. Okay. You know that? I got some words of wisdom. Fuck you. <sighs> Crucifixion. See, I just keep going. I'm a professional. I just fucking keep going. Eric, what do you think of atheism? That's eh, pretty solid. Damn, right. I was hoping he was just going to say fuck you to pretty that. Pretty solid. But fuck you, Michael. Crucifixion. <laughs> See, everybody says that Jesus was crucified. He okay. Just to sacrifice himself for our sins. No, nah, no. Nah. Islam says fuck that. Jesus didn't die on the cross. Instead, God allowed Judas to look like Jesus, and he was crucified instead. What do you think of that? That doesn't make sense, but I know his last words were, fuck you, Michael. It doesn't have to make sense. God, in Christianity, God is the Trinity. You know what the Trinity is? Eric? Yeah, it's fuck you. No, that's wrong. It's the Father, the Son, <laughs> and the Holy fucking Ghost. This is the best show I've ever done, guys. Islam... Only has one God, and that's Allah. Allah is strict unity. There is no other God. There's no fucking Trinity. This is this fucking Holy Ghost bullshit. See, I'm I'm telling you, dude. If I ever fucking so convert, how do you say it? Fuck you. I'm going Islam. <clears throat> Jesus, fucking Christ. Jesus in Christianity is the second person of the Trinity. He is God in flesh. What are we? What? What are we talking about? I'm fucking comparing what the goddamn Muslims okay, think okay. about. Okay, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. I just lost your point for a second. Go ahead. I wonder why. Fuck you. In Islam, God Jesus damn, is a great prophet, second only to Muhammad. But Jesus is not the Son of God. No, no, no. And he wasn't crucified, as previously mentioned. What do you say to that, Eric? Fuck you. Exactly. Judgment Day. 
They feel the same way. You fucking die. You go to hell if you don't believe. All right. So, there we go. Muhammad, the greatest of all prophets. What do you think of that, Eric? All prophets wrote the Quran inspired by the exact word of Allah. That's Islam. Christians, it's just some homie that fucking hung out in Mecca back in like 570 AD, right? Whatever. We've been using the word homie a lot on this show lately. Oh, he's dark skinned, so I can say that, right? Lately. Is that wow. racist? What the fuck are you talking about lately? Mm, bad? No. Like tonight, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been here one night, dude. What do you I'm, want? What do you I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired of this fucking abuse I'm taking. I think I've educated the masses plenty. Abuse? You're fucking accusing me of fucking touching my best friend's fucking kid, you jackass. Well, did, did I you? did I that's, ever say that's that? The next. Yeah, you fucking did. I never you, said anything you about you bouncing his fucking balls all over the place. Wow. Michael. Michael. I didn't say that. He was the one fucking saying that. All right, show over. See you, No, no. He's no, going to play done. us out. No, it's fucking done. You don't want to hear Sex and no, Candy? No, no he's got to play us out. I guess Sex and Candy is probably a bad title. Sorry. Woo! One for Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. Let him play us out with Sex and Candy. <laughs> Come on, Eric. Let him do it. All we right. haven't had Boggs here in forever. Yeah, yeah, I know. Come on, Boggs. Play us out, dude. Jesus fucking Christ, who wasn't really the son of God. I scream professionalism when I play. So. Um, and, <laughs> and just a forewarning, um, if you ever accuse me of something again like that, Michael, I am going to go Muslim on your ass. Wow, that was uncalled for too. Yeah, you like Muslim people. I was going to say, man, sounds like you're taking a shot at the Muslims. Wasn't that what we did all show? <laughs> nah, I can. I think I'm gonna convert now after fucking learning. Actually, about I have I have a question for you. Would you rather hear "Sex and Candy" or "Deadly Handsome Man"? Uh, I'll go with "Sex and Candy" because I don't know what the other fucking song is. I'll go with. It's a pretty Deadly arrogant song man. by the same band. You want to go "Deadly Handsome Man"? Yeah. I'm I'm gonna appease him tonight because, frankly, you were kind of a douche. Why you don't think "Sex and Candy" is appropriate now? That too. I like sex. The thought occurred to me that that was bad. <laughs> As he gets in tune, I guess I'll just fill the airwaves with random nonsense. Oh, he's the fucking worst. Glad to have him back. <laughs> he's the fucking worst. I'm glad he's back. Some cats that know how to fight. Some cats run I'm a thousand generations Ahead of them Cools they come See all my suits of Calvin Klein My lucky number 69 I got all the things I need it's the nature of my brain. I'm independent, smooth and confident, always in command with a graceful elegance, a tasteful compliment. Do you know who I am? Can somebody do a little filler real quick? Can I give you a little piece of lyrics? Look up, look down, watch out. The tiger's on the Fuck town Fuck you, tonight. dude. You should have done the song that I knew. <laughs> Asshole, hold on. It goes, look up, look down, watch out. The tiger's on the town tonight. Oh, my God. We're never going to get that. Look Bouncy up, look down, down, watch down. out. The God what? damn, dude. Seriously? <laughs> 
You're such a douche. Bouncy balls. I'm a deadly handsome man. I'm the lion and the lamb. I'm a deadly handsome man. Now watch out, the tiger's on the town tonight. I'm the lion and the lamb. You guys suck. Everywhere I go, I make a scene. The ladies love to stroke me. I pimped out and lazy in my limousine. Oh, come over here, sweetie. Everything I say, like Socrates, most people love to quote me. My real name is Mephistopheles, but you can call me baby. Eric. See all my suits are Calvin Klein. That's right, you can call me baby. My lucky number 69. What about Bogdy, baby? Sure. <laughs> I got all the things I need. It's the nature of my breed I'm independent I'm smooth and confident Always in command With a graceful elegance A tasteful compliment Do you know who I am? Watch out, the tiger's on the town tonight I'm a deadly handsome man No one's gonna cover for me? Seriously? You fuckers I'm the lion and the lamb right here. God damn it. I'm a deadly handsome man. I'm the lion and the lamb. You just want to do it anyway? Yeah. Just because you're fun? I wanted you to go right into it. <laughs> Hanging around. I'll just stop this fucking show right now. Downtown by myself. <laughs> and I had so much time to sit and think about myself. And then there she was. Yeah. Now what is he going to play for the after show? Like double cherry Harvey Danger. Pie. Yeah, there she was. Yep. Yes. Like disco super fly. I smell sex and candy here. Mm. Who's that lounging in my chair? Who's that casting devious stares in my direction? Mama, this surely is a dream, yeah. Mama, this surely is a dream, dig it. I swear to God, that's the words. Just dig it. Hanging around downtown by myself, and I've had too much caffeine, and I was thinking about myself, and then there she was. What an arrogant prick. Like, t uh, disco something lemonade or whatever. That there she was. <laughs> that's what the fuck he says. It's something weird. Like, disco lemonade. What the fuck is disco lemonade? I smell sex and candy here. Mm. Who's that lounging in my chair? Mm. 
Who's that casting devious stares at my erection? Mama, this surely is a dream. That wasn't the right words, but it was funny. <laughs> I don't think Eric even caught it. Mama, this surely is a dream. Oh, I caught it. You said erection. Shut up, Eric. Disco I smell sex and candy here. Who's that lounging in my chair? Who's that casting devious stares in my direction? Mama, this surely is a dream. Yeah. Mama, this surely is a dream. Dig it. Yeah, mama, this must be my dream. Yeah. That was fantastic. All right, everybody. Hey, guys, have <laughs> a great night, and uh, welcome back, Boggs. And Damn you, see it, me? you stole my line. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, go, go bounce balls with your friend's kids. God, yeah, dude. and make sure to say fuck you to Michael. <laughs> see you.